0: Hello there. It's time for most things Kenobi. I prefer all things Kenobi, but I suppose that's not the Jedi way. As long as it's not all things Anakin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi. And all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. This week we're going over episode four of the Kenobi series and everything that we felt during this episode. (laughs) We felt a lot of things. Yeah, this one was a little different. It was a little different. But not bad different, just different. Yeah. Some of it could have been improved.
1: Yeah, I would say that I have mixed feelings about that episode in general. I think... Mm-hmm. overall, I would say I loved it, but there are things Same. about it that I really didn't like or that I think could have been stronger, I will say. And as you and I have discussed, part of it is like just my expectations I need to manage. Yeah. And part of it yeah. is just like, you really missed an opportunity there, guys. <laughs> <So>. Yes.
0: <laughs> I mean, watching it through, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I had... Yes. Moments where I was screaming and like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? Yeah. And then, of course, the end of the episode, I was in tears. So yeah, the episode was great. And then you think about a few things and you're like, okay, it's like you said. You missed an opportunity here. You could have maybe gone a little longer in this scene there. You know, things, right? Yeah. Like, Well, and it is the shortest episode so far. It's pretty short. It was like 30 minutes, maybe? Yeah. Why when they could have yeah. added? I mean, listen, if you're given 50 minutes, use it. I don't get why. <laughs> you know, Unless there was shit they had to cut. You Which, know. all I can think is that if
1: there was something cut, it might be because they had to change the editing of the last two episodes. Because there are rumors. And, and you and I don't generally buy into the rumor mill. We wait until we hear it right. right from Lucasfilm. But... Rumors say that they had to re-edit the last episode because they're thinking of a season two, which they originally had not been. So maybe they had to cut something out of this episode so that it made the last, the new cut make sense. But even so, like, it feels like there's material missing.
0: Yeah. Listen, I'm on board if they're thinking forward. If it's done for a reason. I can always get on board with that. Like, forward thinkers... I'm here for. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, in Star Wars, think forward, because there are instances where they have not done this. Yes, yes. But
1: hmm. what could those be, Leanne? Yeah. What What
0: could those be, anyway? <laughs> trying to stay positive. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> positive things, like Obi Wan's getting his mojo back. So oh, yeah. someone compared it to, like, how Stella got her groove back, and it's like, <laughs> how Obi-Wan Kenobi got his groove back.
1: <laughs> oh, it was so fun to see it. It was, ugh. Oh.
0: And there were true film moments, like filmography, cin- cinematography, lighting, those elements I was very pleased with. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, it.
1: Let's just dive right into the beginning, like the... The beginning. The, like, delirious, you know, taking him through to Jabim, Jabim, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Jim Beam. Yeah, yeah. to the planet Jim Beam, where we all have cocktails. Where Um, we all have a lot of alcohol. (laughs) It's a great place. Everyone's happy and sad. Um... (laughs)
0: Um, Terrible old country music songs are playing in the background <laughs> as you soak in your back to tank. <laughs> but I digress.
1: <laughs> well, the back to tank. It's, <laughs> yeah. Now I can't stop laughing.
0: It's the jukebox.
1: <laughs> I hope Patrick Swayze is there in the background somewhere. You know he's back there somewhere. <laughs> Roadhouse, route, you know, like punching people. Anywho, yes. <laughs> we've diverged <Anyway>. already. <laughs> yeah, it's four, five minutes in, folks. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the whole sequence, though, with the Baxter Tank was cool. Like, the way it was intercut with, like, Anakin in his tank and Obi-Wan in his and showing the burns on both their skin and the effects mm-hmm. that it's having. But also that they're clearly, like, having this connection through the Force and it yeah. didn't seem pleasant for either of them. Like, no, no. It, it was really cool to see that, like, and also so fucking sad that these once brothers cannot even bear right? to feel connected
0: anymore. I know. it. That's what hurts the most. When you think about this, just this specific moment, they're both injured. I mean, very injured yeah. in their own separate ways. They're both mentally injured as well by each other and how far they've come from the brotherhood and the trusting of each other and the go through anything to save the other type of feeling that we got in the prequels and then of course throughout the clone wars series and Mm -hmm. it's it's just so depressing but i I thought it was great how it was filmed of course you, you spoke on expectations We wanted more Wumpy Obi-Wan where he was kind of deliriously thinking or dreaming a fever dream of Clone Wars or Satine or anything. But I'm not mad at what we got. I'm just disappointed that we didn't get what we had hoped, which there's a huge difference, people. You can still have a good episode and not get what you want. (laughs) Yeah,
1: for sure. Like I, I I like what they're doing. And I think it's really good. I do feel though it's very unlikely that we're gonna get, like, if not now, then when? Because yeah, like, I don't
0: I don't know when. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I mentioned that perhaps. You know, because they kind of moved forward through that way too quickly, in in our opinion. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. They just went, and and while it's in character and totally on brand for Obi Wan Kenobi to be like, "Listen, I'm okay. I we need to save a Skywalker." <laughs> like it's totally on brand, but maybe after his he's done with his purpose of helping to save Leia and get her back to the Organas. Maybe he'll have a moment where he reflects on some things. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. That would be the only time I could see it maybe manifesting. But I think we lost our, our Clone Wars moment. Maybe.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And Ultimately, I do think I am disappointed with the fact that there was no time taken to discuss the like larger implication of what happened to Obi-Wan. Like, and it was
0: a large large moment drug yeah. through fire and glass like and everyone w- by his best friend
1: everyone that i talked to said this is the m- possibly the the
0: most amazing thing i've seen in star wars ever yeah the most violent the most tormenting thing that obi-wan could go through and it makes the most
1: sense it's like the most poetic mm-hmm. and yeah. then they don't Say a fucking thing about it. They show it yeah, like through weird. the the imagery, showing that they're connected and everything. And but like they're not talking about the emotional work that Obi Wan would have to mm-hmm. do to, mm-hmm. like he just basically pops out of the back to tank, never gets back in. It gets dressed and gets on the road to helping Leia. Which, like you said, it's very on brand. But this entire show. Has not leaned that way, you know. The it's whole true. the whole show is implied. It's a slow character study, and it's about mm-hmm. the emotional depth that this character has never really gotten to show on screen. And the first time they have a really perfect opportunity to let him actually speak about mm-hmm. any kind of trauma that he character doesn't, and of course, classic Obi Wan style, it doesn't say a fucking thing. It doesn't even act like he's right, great. and it's like. As an audience, though, we're waiting for that moment because you're showing Mm -hmm. us all the emotional baggage he's carrying, and then we don't get the validation of seeing him work through that. He's just done and on his way. So, yeah, Yeah. I, I felt disappointed in that. Not saying I don't like it. Like, I still like it. I love the episode. But that was, I'm just, like, it was just an opportunity missed. And granted, the show's not over. And I will right, withhold full judgment until the very end. I'm I'm they still have plenty of room to blow my fucking mind, so
0: Oh yeah. I mean I'm keeping the hope alive. Would it have been perfectly placed in this episode in that moment? Damn right it would have. Yeah. So it it feels a little like Dare I say burn? <laughs> that they didn't add it in there. I <laughs> mean, little... maybe there's some other crazy
1: shit we can't imagine. Well, that's what I'm saying coming up.
0: But like, I, there there are things that they know that we don't. I'm just gonna leave it to the professionals. But yeah. as far as that particular opening scene, would I have liked to have seen more? Absolutely. About ten minutes more would have been. Ten <laughs> minutes more. Yeah. and you know, I, I, to. To just kind of speak on that a little more, he doesn't really have anyone he really knows well enough to talk to. So it could have been a moment where he could have reached out to Qui-Gon. Because, right. I mean, he's so alone, right? He's he, he's more connected with Leia than he is from any of these, you know, the Talas of the, the world, so to speak. Yeah. The newcomers that we met in this episode. He doesn't know them very well. And this is a lot of baggage that he's carrying. So yeah. I really hope there is a moment coming... Where maybe he turns inward, and we get that. So I'm not losing hope. No, I'm not either. I did hear that
1: they had originally intended Obi Wan and Tala to be like in love, sort of. (gasps) Huh? What? Oh, it's not anymore. But they had originally played with that idea, and like I would have been fine with that. (laughs) But they decided. I don't know
0: if I would have. They decided to not go that route. But um. I mean, nothing against Tala. I think she's one badass bitch. But, like, I think it would have taken away from the fact that we're... This is about Obi-Wan dealing with the past and his relationship with a brother that he has lost. Maybe in season two or three. Well, maybe, yeah. I mean, I'd be fine. Be, be, the man needs some fucking, uh, like, humanity. Take that shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you went humanity. I went sexual. It's what it is. <laughs> I was thinking, take that shirt off, out of a back to tank. Like, That's why? So why, why? Funny. why? It's hot on Tatooine. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's
1: so funny. It's so telling about both of us, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm okay
0: with it if you are, Lauren. <laughs> oh, I am fine with it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm cheap. I, I the, We finally saw him without a shirt. Granted, it was under horrific circumstances.
0: Like, yeah, really. They always give us what we ask, but like with a twist. We need to be very specific with how we ask, I think. <laughs> yes. Like just saying Obi-Wan without his shirt off. These, yes, you're doesn't right. Doesn't work anymore. These
1: are the rules of manifesting. You need to be very specific. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. The first time and McGregor is actually like fit with muscles and... <laughs> and
0: he's like burnt to a crisp <laughs> he's burnt to a crisp and floating in bacta i mean uh, yeah. it's not what we wanted but we asked for it so there it is <laughs> yeah be careful what you wish for
1: okay so after bacta he's dressed like he walks in dressed like a jedi again yeah and that yeah i again like we talked about this in our our Obi-Wan Kenobi support group that we just had this morning, which is great. You should sign up if you haven't done it yet. You should definitely sign up. It's great. They're super fun. But, like, no one on the show, like, <laughs> says a thing. It's like he just Didn't walks did anyone
0: in. tell him? Yeah. Like, a Captain Obvious, take the <laughs> Jedi know. robes off. Like... <laughs> I know, it's like, I'm gonna wear my lightsaber,
1: I'm gonna just dress like I used to in Attack of the Clones, and I'm gonna have my same old haircut, and no one's
0: getting No big deal! (laughs) Nothing to see here, folks. Keep it pushing. (laughs) I guess I get it, though. I mean, you could argue he's becoming more of his Jedi role, so put the Jedi robes on. But bitch, you're going into the the palace yeah. of the Inquisitors, like maybe kind of possibly maybe put something else grungy on so that no <laughs> one knows. Like <laughs> Or a uniform, like dressed like one of them. Oh man, that'd yeah. have been cool. But Yeah, doesn't Tala have a spare? <laughs> <laughs> Granted, it was probably cut for a woman. I was gonna but say, anyone could wear that? <laughs> yeah, could if it off. has a peplum top, he could probably <laughs> try and work that. <laughs> obi one in a peplum talk. I uh,
1: Top, I'd pay money to see this.
0: <laughs> uh. Jernan, we're going to need
1: you to draw this. No. <laughs> Wait, don't. <laughs> Wait, no, pause. I'm not sure I do want to see this. I'm changing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with us? Oh, my God. I did like how it was gray, though, which we also talked about in our group, that like, it, uh-huh. it's like what he wore in Attack of the Clones. It's almost that exact same tunic and tabard but like the outside is gray but the inside is white like he's still good at his core even though he's going through all this trauma basically yes i liked that symbolism of it uh so we got some new characters in this episode we did so what did you think
0: of those new characters um I don't care about them, but i I, I understand why they're in it, and yeah. I'd like to see more. I feel bad about the guy who sacrificed himself for all of this yeah, but I mean that's the call I, I'm not justifying it, but when you're in it, you're in it and there's always that risk yeah, and it was just a shame that one of them had to had to die to save them but what I really did like was the absolute horror on the female character's face after they came back it was she had no words she had nothing in her eyes no emotion on her face i thought that was legit that was real yeah and that's the kind of reaction i would have if i lost a partner a friend a comrade and i liked the phrase like well guess your soldiers now and it's like Yeah. yeah If you're going to do this, it's not just standing around in a back room plotting. It's actually getting out there and fighting because that's what's going to count. It takes both because if you think about it, Luke Skywalker was out there fighting, doing. Leia was the one plotting, planning, getting resources where they needed to be, inspiring, you know, that sort of thing. It takes all of those pieces. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's never without sacrifice. Yeah, we see
1: that in every single... Star Wars movie, at least, mm-hmm. and pro- the shows too, probably. But like you know, I mean, Obi Wan in A New Hope, you just see it everywhere. Every single episode has some great sacrifice made, and it's always very mm-hmm. heartbreaking. But it, you know, rebellions are built on hope, but also a lot of blood, you know, and a lot yeah. of sacrifice. So, and this is like yeah. the very beginning of
0: of that rebellion. I know. And I, I think it shows, like, the mindset that people people have got to change their mindset.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Instead of hiding, they have to start coming out and facing and dealing with this. And not just Obi-Wan, but everyone who's fighting for the good. Mm-hmm. Everyone's really scared at this point. And I don't think the fear goes away the longer the, the war goes on in the galaxy. But, uh, you know, it's safety in numbers, so the more you have the more you feel like, okay, now we're fighting for a cause. It's just very, they're on very perilous ground when there's only two or three banding together at a time. Yeah. Because there's way more Empire and they're way more visible, which makes them seem stronger. But as we saw, a little girl, a badass, smart cookie woman, and Obi-Wan, the shadow of a Jedi, basically, Mm -hmm. infiltrated, Rescued Lair and got out of there. Yeah. So they're not they're not infallible. Which was it was so fun to watch all of that because, yeah,
1: I was nervous. I was very nervous for Tala. I thought she wasn't going to make it out. Yeah, I really did. I yep. thought she was going to be the sacrifice that was going to be made. Yeah, and I, I didn't, didn't
0: want that. I didn't either. I didn't really like her character. I
1: do too, because she is like the conscience. You know, she's the one who mm-hmm. speaks just what we're all kind of, like, thinking and feeling where everyone Mm -hmm. around is very repressed and, like, isn't ready to open up. She's just, like, because she's already made that choice, right? She was in the Empire and realized her mistake and now she's trying to make amends and do the right thing. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So I was... I I loved how she was just, like, being a fucking boss from the minute she walked in there and...
0: Power stance, boss bitch words... She looked him in the eye. I mean, you saw her falter. She had to make a decision in that moment. Yeah. And then she just straightened her spine and spoke with authority. Such and- good acting. Very good. Because you have to see that transition
1: in her eyes, basically, mm-hmm. and like just a little bit of her mouth moves, and you know what's going on in her mind. And then when she speaks, there's no like hesitation in her voice. It's so good. I love when she said, then why am I wasting my time on you? I know,
0: right? Oh, man, it's so great. I know. And there's a lot of good facial acting in this one. Reva was another one. When she was struggling to talk to Leia before they took her in that torture chamber. Yeah. You could see she didn't want to come on strong with a little girl. And in fact, she kind of alludes to, I was in your position once, and it makes me wonder about her character, right? Like, I, know. I gotta know. I know. I, I really, gotta know. I hope they reveal by
1: the end of this. I hope they don't leave it like, it's up to the audience. Decide for yourself. Right. It's like, no, tell yeah. us. We want to know exactly no, what us. happened. She's so fascinating, because she was talking about she had a droid. She knows what it's mm-hmm. like to be alone.
0: And it's like, Mm -hmm. what does all of this mean? It's so interesting. And I loved when Leia, well, number one, she resisted with her own little force abilities that she didn't even know. That was amazing. She resisted Reva trying to get into her mind, which, fucking A, I love Leia. And then, like, is this a staring contest comment? I know. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. It's like, this little girl doesn't even know how much power she has. Yeah. And she, she just says, like, a kid. Is this a staring contest? <laughs> that would have pissed me off. Oh, my God. I'd have gotten
1: so angry if I was Reva. I would... I'm literally
0: trying to enter your mind and you're saying this is a staring contest. Like, like fuck you. Yeah. after <laughs> <talk> to me.
1: <laughs> I would, like, step outside and cry rage tears before I went back in. And...
0: <laughs> yeah, because Reva's real strong, right? Yeah. She's real strong and real effective. But then then she tried the calmer method, kind of reason level with Leia on a little on a little bit. It almost worked. Yeah. But just like the Leia Organa we know, she resisted all the way. I mean she was going to the torture. She was gonna let that machine happen. What a brave, brave character. Yeah. Honest to God. This is everything I want from my Leia Organa Skywalker in a character from start to finish. Honestly. Yes.
1: Did you like the parallel also and I'm like jumping a little ahead because I I do want to talk about some other stuff that happens before this but when Obi-Wan rescues her and he Mm -hmm. takes her down off of the machine and they're standing face to face the lighting is Empire Strikes Back when Han gets put in carbonite and she says I didn't tell them anything and Obi-Wan says I know
0: I did not catch that and you just gave me fucking goosebumps
1: (laughs) 'Cause it's like, I love you, I know. It's like the same lighting that I was just like Oh my god. It adds I didn't even think of this. It adds a whole new layer now to that scene in Empire oh. for Leia. And I just was like, Oh, it made my heart turn to ice.
0: <laughs> oh my I am I need a second. I didn't make that connection. I'm a terrible fan.
1: <laughs> no, you're not. I didn't. I didn't notice it. I noticed the lighting the first time I watched it, and I was like, "That really reminds me of because that scene in Empire is so fucking iconic, with the yeah, it red really like is. under on yes. everybody." But yes. then the dialogue didn't hit me till I watched it again, and I was like, "That's like direct callback to what Han says to her." Oh, it made my heart melt. Brilliant. I was just like, "That's
0: brilliant." Yeah. Well, I just, I, as, just, oh, when when the lights go down and Obi-Wan's lightsaber is seen taking out the first Stormtrooper, oh and then the, it goes dark, and the other one's like, what the hell is going on, basically? There's no way out. It, it's like, you're <laughs> yeah. going to die. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, you're going to die too. And here's how. Obi-Wan lights his lightsaber again and takes him out. And it's just, the lighting and the, the shot, like, it's shot from above yeah. to get a wide scope. That gave me chills like it was so good good to see him use that lightsaber again and i'm glad he's getting his mojo back yeah and like without the hesitation
1: that we've been seeing he just he just Mm. straight up kills two people like cinnamon bun people no this is proof that no (laughs) he just like he doesn't even (laughs) like cut off limbs you know like he usually does he just straight up fucking kills them and then he kills like a whole, a whole hallway
0: of people later. So like he's definitely has no problems with Let's let's talk about the hallway scene. I was getting I told you when I texted you, I'm getting very big Citadel Arc vibes from the Clone Wars. Yes. Big time. Yes.
1: Oh my gosh. I loved I loved it. I loved it. I did, too. You said, too, and it's so true. I'm sure everybody noticed it. When he was doing, he he does the, like, twirl and spin, and then he, like, rotates the blade and gets back into his classic Obi-Wan pose, and just for one second before then he he turns back to Leia, and it's like the muscle memory is coming back of the, like, the way he feels when he's working with a lightsaber
0: and god it's got to feel good right because god damn does it look good i mean it's great to see you in and a lightsaber again (laughs) it's so nice (laughs) it's obi-wan live action like can you still (laughs) believe we have this in our lives currently yeah Uh, and and, the way he held that
1: water back oh my god that was i was so i i have like a fear of water like i don't like water because I've almost drowned like at least once and right that gave me like such bad heart palpitations watching that scene and even after watching it more than once I still like feel so yeah.
0: nervous during that it's crazy it's so cool so do you remember I thought it paralleled maybe not on purpose but it gave me the parallel from the clone wars where Anakin held back fire yeah from ahsoka and i believe it was aila sakura right yeah yeah on that ship and then he let it go and had the lerman arc yes and he it was right before like they had to end up crashing on that planet but he held the fire back until they were safe behind the door just sprinted towards the door and just barely made it Mm -hmm. and so i got it it was interesting because that's fire and this was water yeah the Anakin and Obi-Wan, like, yes. opposing elements thing. Also the same
1: colors, it. their blade. everything Yes. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah, I loved it, too. I thought that was really cool. I guess, so, that in particular, and also the scene in the torture chamber or whatever, like,
0: those are both direct call-outs to video games. Correct. Yeah, and also when, I think it was either Reva, I think Reva was walking... With some uh, troopers, they were in black, and that was straight oh, from yes. One of the was it Fallen Order? I don't. I remember. haven't played yeah. the game, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> I, I saw that and I was like, I love it. I love all the nods to video games, yeah, because like, they exist and they're they're part of the story. They're canon, so yes, yeah. So that was, I mean, that's cool. I mean, apparently
1: it's like a direct ripoff. and some people were saying too that, um, when- oh
0: Sam Witwer. Right, Sam Witwer tweeted, "Hey Obi Wan, stealing my moves." Oh, he yes. It was, <laughs> it was Star Killer, right? Doing the exact thing that Obi Wan was doing in the room when he rescued Leia. Right? <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah, which I I'm not mad at either. No, I love
1: influences. Well, especially that too, because Jedi Fallen is that? That's not Jedi Fallen Order. Um, what is the no, no, no? Sam Witwer. Force Unleashed. Force. I knew it was something with an F. Thank you. You're welcome. It's just nice that they're like pulling stuff from Force Unleashed because I don't even think it's considered canon anymore, right? So it's like that isn't. I don't think it oh, is. Oh, because a Star Killer. Yeah, I'm not Which sure I fucking though. Love. I do too. Like I, I just, mm, I just like that they they nodded to that and then the. Um, yeah. The Cal Kestis scene with the water, right? Isn't Cal the one who like held mm-hmm. back like, the water? I think. I haven't played the game, so I'm not sure I could be misquoting. But like they were also saying at the beginning, everyone was saying to Obi-Wan, like nobody's broken into the Inquisitor's palace or whatever. But apparently Cal Kestis has. So I just think it's it's interesting that they're making a nod like directly to these video games and then also kind of like not tying it in correctly it's like yeah he has been there and according to some of the people we talked to today like vader knows cal castus has been there so yeah uh, yeah, i don't know that was kind of a weird it was like almost like a mistake but maybe those people didn't know about cal i suppose they should well we would uh, maybe
0: they helped him i haven't played the game but i know his entire story just because i read about it oh you did so yeah, I I like I have to know. <laughs> I, <laughs> listen. I would play the game, but I'm afraid of crying because of his adorable little droid that's always on his back, oh, and yeah. I feel bad for it. So that's literally the only reason why I'm not playing it. But I've seen the <laughs> scenes with him and Vader fighting and like it gives me a girl boner every single time I see any kind of <laughs> any kind of scene from that, which just makes me want to play the game. So it's uh I gotta you, make a decision. <laughs> you might have to just commit which, to it. Well, there's a part two coming out. They just uh, yes, announced part two of Fallen Order. So, anyway, we digress. What did you think about Vader? Vader's small scene, oh, which it was so great to see him storm down a hallway, yeah, all pissed to, off. To see him like be fucking scary is
1: such mm-hmm. a re- like a refreshing thing, which you know yeah. sounds weird but it really yeah. is cuz now it's like now when you watch the original trilogy you know why everyone's fucking scared of that guy exactly like you yeah. don't you don't get that from the original material so the fact that they're kind of like backfilling that now and like showing mm-hmm. us why he's so fucking terrifying it's really fun
0: it's really fun and did you happen to notice that he I'm assuming he called all of his people together in order to have this moment with Riva in front of everyone. He had all the other Inquisitors, the brothers and sisters there, yeah. to stand and watch the trial of Riva, if you will, while he <laughs> addressed her. Which is so, it's so Vader-like. I want everyone assembled to watch how I'm going to end this bitch's life because she <laughs> is subordinate to me, acted subordinate to the yeah. rules and stuff, but she had a plan. And now, poor little Lola- is the damn tracking device. I
1: know, which is so sad because Lola is actually a droid that doesn't annoy me. <laughs> right, isn't I, she nice? When she, like, Leia will hold her against her chest and her little wing I flutters. I love I that. Know. I think it's a—it's actually very sweet. And she doesn't feel like, you know how sometimes they put a droid in because it feels like they're trying to sell stuff?
0: Yeah. It's like, oh, another cute droid by merch. <laughs> 100%. But it seems like Leia's only little friend because yeah. she has to act a part in Alderaan. Yes, but she doesn't have to act the part if she's with her droid. Like I, I really like that. It's a, it's a soothing like, you know, you carry around your stuffed animal yes. as a child.
1: Yes, exactly. It's like her security
0: blanket. <laughs> yeah, which I, I mean, it's very, it's really, it's really sweet. So I think they got out of there too fast. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> Well, I, I think I think the robe, the cape with Leia underneath it. I mean, I don't know how else they were going to get her the out of trench there. But coat. Like,
1: oh, my God. The yeah. trench
0: coat thing. Just can we not that that wasn't it was it was silly. It was
1: like <sighs> laughable, truly. And like I laughed at it and I hope they meant it as funny because if they meant it as serious, it.
0: no. <laughs> It well, just... it's, it, it, it's a nod back to the original trilogy humor that we do adore at this time. Exactly.
1: So the, I'm trying to, like, <laughs> trying to like take it as that. But I, I turned to my boyfriend while we were watching this, and I'm like, if you were one of these people in this room, wouldn't you notice that? <laughs> it's just like, I would <laughs> notice that right away. I'd be like, the fuck is there a child under that trench coat? What's going on?
0: Well, even before that, I would notice obi-wan kenobi walking through the fucking landing pad there like you're putting a hat on isn't good enough damn
1: anyway why don't you just wear a sign that says obi-wan kenobi general of the grand army of the republic
0: like wanted (laughs) like obi-wan kenobi's that way yeah right. right. I'm with Obi Wan T-shirt. Yeah. Tala has a shirt on. It says I'm with I'm with stupid. Like I'm stupid. Yes. Oh my god. And Leia's would say I'm not.
1: <laughs> yes, it would. <was>. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <clears throat> yeah. That whole thing was it was fine. It was it was it was funny at least.
0: Yeah. It was it was Star Warsy. Yes. You know. We don't come here for 100% realism. No, and we talked about it this a
1: bit already. That like the episode felt like a Clone Wars episode, right? It was, you know, there were so many times where they had these harebrained ideas of how they were gonna sneak aboard a ship or get inside like Mm -hmm. the Citadel or whatever, and Mm -hmm. then they just like roll with the punches. And there's always a Plan B and all this shit. And, like, the way Tala, like, walks in and is talking on her comlink at, like, full volume next
0: to people. She, yeah, she was talking way too loud. Yeah,
1: and nobody notices except that guy who's next she breaks, which, whatever. It's, yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> fine with that. And, like, if gotta you... Gotta do what you gotta do. Well, like, if you're expecting it to be super realistic, that's not realistic. But if you look at it like it's Star Wars and it's, like, a nod to Clone Wars, then it's, like... This is very well done in that regard, because it's very similar to those like ridiculous
0: scenarios that always seem totally. to work out really well. Right, right. There's There's two things I want us to talk about before we wrap things up. Number one, it was just a little scene, but I wondered, because we haven't talked about it, but I wondered if you noticed it. When he's in the hallway... And the stormtroopers sense that he's around. Mm -hmm. And he does the finger move. Yes. And kind of directs their attention away from where he's hiding. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be real. That turned me on.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's like him starting to use the force again. It was really... It, and you and I have always said, like, why is it so hot when he uses the Force? When the Yes, whenever Jedi, like, use the Force like that, like, hold back water, whatever the hell thats that they're doing. Yeah. Like, in the um, Innocence of Ryloth, where he, like, uses the Force yes. to, like, control those giant beasts. It's, like, ridiculously sexy. I don't know why, but yeah. it is.
0: Yes. But it was also kind of like a Kylo Ren moment when he uses the he uses that finger move to direct the lightsaber and cut snoke in half. Oh yeah. It's just the slightest movement and it does so much it's it's just really I love anytime Jedi use the force, I just <laughs> love it. <laughs> it just looks particularly good when Obi Wan does it. Yes, so. <laughs> he always makes it look very
1: nice. Well it's also a direct nod to Alec Guinness does that on the Yes, in A New Hope on the Death Star. Great point. He yes, does the same thing. They turn their head, and he sneaks off, going the other direction. So, yeah, he's just like starting to get back into shape.
0: I, 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 I really love it. I yeah, really I loved it. And we got to talk about the tomb.
1: Yes, I was going to say that fucking tomb. Kind of a big deal. Ah, uh, and like Master Master Sinube. Is the first hard. person they, sh- person, the first, first Jedi they show.
0: And I was just like, oh my God. And if you don't watch the Clone Wars series. Yeah, you won't. You really don't know, know the depth of this character. Yeah. Like he was in- in- integral with Ahsoka. Like. Yeah. I hated seeing him there. I, I hated too. it.
1: I did too. Because he was already very old. And wise mm-hmm. in the Clone yeah. Wars, so to think that that elderly gentleman was—yeah, I'm assuming they're all dead, right? Like I'm—I'm I'm guessing because the way they're held in that orange whatever is really reminiscent to what they did with Luminara in Rebels. So yeah, if, which is fucking freaky. It's really freaky. So, like you know, spoilers if you haven't seen this. Don't listen further. But, like, there's a moment in Rebels where the Grand... Is it the Grand Inquisitor? I think it is, right? He lures Kanan using Luminara's corpse. Like, animates her spirit. I don't even know. To, like, trap Jedi. So, yeah, this whole hallway is full of even
0: a Jedi youngling. Like, a child is there. The look on the child's face. Every one of their faces were like in shock. Yeah. But the child's face, I mean, and that was the last one they showed. Yeah, which... And it's just so horrific. I mean... It's such a barb to...
1: Obi-Wan in particular after having gone back into the temple and seeing all the dead children and then seeing Mm -hmm. the hologram of Anakin killing them to then see that not only did they kill them, but they took them... Their little yeah. dead bodies and it's like, why? Like, what are they using those for?
0: Well, I think, I, I honestly, it has to tie into the importance of Grogu in The Mandalorian because he's, Grogu is the only Jedi specimen that they think they have left to use mm-hmm. for whatever they're, you know, the cloning or whatever right. they're trying to do. Because they
1: keep trying to take his blood, right? They're trying to, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. So if you think about it, if maybe these were not fully dead Jedi or they went willingly thinking that, you know, they would just be imprisoned and then this happened, because if you, I just, they're going to use them for something. Yeah, there's a purpose. They're there for a reason. Oh, 100%. On the flip side, I could see them totally using these bodies as like a shrine to their success. Mm. But there's other ways of doing that. And yeah. I, I still think they're being kept yeah, kind of on the back burner for use in some way. And maybe it's like what they did in Rebels by reanimating corpses to draw out Jedi. I could totally see that. Yeah. Because we already have evidence that they do that. So it's creepy as hell.
1: Yeah. it's is Yeah. Because like if you think of it, if, if it was like them on display as like a hall of... I don't even know what's the term. It's like how back in the olden days when they would destroy like a group of people, they'd cut off their heads and put them on a pike like outside yeah. of a castle. It's like, this is what will happen to you if you rise up against the king or whatever the fuck.
0: These are, but this is downstairs. This
1: is hidden. Yeah. This is like down below the ocean in the basement, hiding in a secure vaulted area. Where
0: where you keep cadavers.
1: Yeah, it's like they don't want people to know what's down there. Vader knows. The Inquisitors know. The Emperor mm-hmm. probably knows, I would guess.
0: But who I'm knows? guessing it's the Emperor's d- doing. I would He's guess. the one who's dabbling in the clone shit constantly.
1: Yeah, right? I just rewatched The End of Bad Batch, season one. Mm-hmm. So again, mm-hmm. if you haven't watched it, spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> but they take... Um, Oh, my God. uh, Lama Sue, I think, is her name. She's one of the Kaminoans, Mm -hmm. the, like, lead Kaminoan scientist. At the very last episode, I think, or the second to last, they take her. And, and, like, she becomes, like, even against her will, she has no choice. She is now forced to work for the Emperor. And they have great projects for her to work on. And then you never see her again. And it's just, like... She's the one who created the clones. She's the one who created Omega and um, mm-hmm. like took all of the DNA from Django Fett and created all of the like clones and mm-hmm. and everybody from that. And it's just like, so what the fuck else is she doing? Because we know Palpatine comes back. Mm-hmm. It's just by doing that, by having Palpatine come back, it literally means that no one necessarily is really dead when they're dead. Which they weren't anyway yeah. in Star Wars. Like, no. <laughs> you get thrown down a reactor shaft, you're coming back to life somewhere, even if you're cut yeah. in half. But, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, <laughs> they've mentioned a cloning facility in Mandalorian Season 2. There's this weird mm-hmm. shit in Obi-Wan. They've talked about mm-hmm. this weird cloning shit in Bad Badge. Like, if you're watching all this stuff, you're seeing Dave Filoni put. Little things here and there and here and there. And mm-hmm. it's like, when are we going to find out what the big picture is? Because I feel like at some point it's going to come to a head. We're he going to see. deliver. Yeah. It's like there is some secret project the Empire is working on that's like hinted at in every single show. And I can't wait to see like what
0: that's going to yeah. turn out to be. It's going to be horrifying. Which show is it going to appear on? You know, which season of which show, you know?
1: Yeah. And like we've said, I really feel like all of this stuff is all just one big, it's just Star Wars, you know? Like, it's just all yeah, one big show. They're yeah. just
0: telling it in different spokes of the same yeah, wheel, which, you know? Can we just appreciate that for like five seconds? Yeah. That is so cool. We are living in the, like, the the world of Star Wars right now. <laughs> like, it's not all great, but holy shit, at least we have it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I,
1: someone was like how are you guys going to ever like run out of ideas for episodes what? for the podcast? I'm like how? <laughs> there's yeah. so much material coming out. I don't think we'll ever run out of stuff to talk about on here.
0: Even if it's <laughs> even if it's like movies, TV shows, stuff like that, if we run out of that, we have an infinite amount of written material to cover. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, there's never a way. <laughs> that we won't have a reason to talk about stars. You know why? Because we want to and we enjoy doing it. So. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of love, we need to end this episode the way that that episode ended. With the shot of Leia taking Obi-Wan's hand and holding it. I was in tears. I, I sent too. you a voice message crying. Yeah. My
1: heart felt... It was beautiful. Like... That was like a gift to the audience. It was a gift to Obi-Wan as well, but because anyone who's been a fan of his for Mm -hmm. all these years, and we've seen him put through some of the worst shit, to have a little sweet, innocent soul reach out and just take his hand without fear. Like, so many people wouldn't, like, dare touch him, you know, because he's, Mm -hmm. for so many reasons, like, as an adult, like, if you see another very wounded person and i don't mean like physically i mean like an emotionally traumatized person sometimes they don't want to be touched you know so you have to like read that aura but a child is like very innocent and maybe isn't picking up on nuances and like for her to just reach out without being afraid and just take his hand it was like the thing he needed that he probably didn't
0: even know he needed and it as it and maybe she maybe she did pick up on it through her force Her use of the Force, maybe she felt his vibration, you know, that this is what this... And I think she loves him at this point. She respects him and cares for him. Well, and she thought he was dead, you know, and then for him
1: to come and rescue her. And she's been through something very traumatizing. Like, she might have needed that comfort as well. And to see that she isn't like a Jedi where she doesn't like you know, hold that really tight and, like, pain is very personal. She's, like, she's a child who either needs comfort or is willing to give comfort. Like, Mm -hmm. that was, I just loved that they had that. That was so Leia to me. You know, I think of her, like, in a new hope comforting Luke. And, like, she's just always the strong one who protects and cares for and, like, is trying to do the best thing for her squad, you know, and is always, like she's the last one out in Empire Strikes Back on Hoth. She stays until mm-hmm, it's very dangerous, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, this little moment was so perfect. And it just, I was just literally like melted like an ice cold. I was just like, oh my
0: God, we finally got somebody being nice to Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan needed it so badly and it came from his best friend's daughter. Like, it's yes. just beautiful. And the reason why Leia is such an important character and why she is such a successful leader the most successful leaders lead with empathy they serve the people that they're yeah leading they they understand them and they try and meet them where they are and even as a child she was doing that and you know there's all these scenes where leia is stuck in these positions and she says someone will come for me someone is coming for me I know it someone I'll have a whole army come and then we see in a new hope somewhere along the line she learned that she's gonna have to do it herself yeah and she's not waiting around for anyone to come save her and so we see her mature from I mean obviously as a child a child needs protected needs saved they are, mm-hmm. there's only so much they can do because they are a child. Yeah. But she becomes a self rescuing princess by growing through all of this yeah. and learning there may not be any help and I'm going to have to do this on my own. If yeah. people show up and help, great. If not, I'm going to get out of this one way or another. And it's her leadership, her understanding of people and her, just her sheer empathy. She, we we see it with Obi-Wan. The man was hurting and all it took was a simple touch of her hand, like a silent, I understand and I'm glad you're here, yeah. is what she communicated. And it, it was, how many times have we needed that in our own lives? Yeah. You know? Well, and and there was see- this big, strong man who knows things and has been through things and has grown and, you know, can, can, can do all these things to save everyone. And her little hand saved him in that moment, you yeah. know? Yeah, and the way he
1: he squeezes her fingers and, like, rubs his thumb across her fingers. It was just like, you never get to see him No, give that. It really reminded me so much of Qui-Gon with Anakin. Yeah. And it was making me think that, like, how Obi-Wan has, he basically took on taking care of Anakin as a child right at the same age that Leia is right now. Mm -hmm. Anakin was, what, Mm -hmm. nine when he went to the temple? and Leia is ten in this. So it's like he has experience with children at this age. Mm -hmm. And like it's like it's coming back to him. And you could see that like there is this like paternal side to him where he does care for people. And like with Numa, you saw it as well. And it's like Numa. To see that he's like getting that tenderness and also has an innocent place to give it back as well Mm because he never gets to show emotion or affection you know it's like he is a good jedi he doesn't get attached and i just think that this scene was so perfect and i
0: was just really grateful to
1: see it yeah it was the
0: last person's hand that obi-wan caresses is satine's after she dies yeah, that's a really good... P- and honestly, I actually wrote a post about
1: this. Obi-Wan doesn't touch anybody. It's true. Like, he will occasionally touch Anakin or Ahsoka, but it's, like, really rare. He mm-hmm. often, especially in Clone Wars, stands with his hands behind his back mm-hmm. or, like, with his arms folded so that he can't or doesn't touch people. But he he touches yeah. the teen constantly. And so... True. So, like... And I haven't watched the prequels with this in mind, so maybe you know he's more touchy feely. I mean, he definitely hugs old Dex. It's true. <laughs> the That's diner, buddy, man. buddy, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's just it's just interesting because when he has physical contact with people, it seems like a very deliberate choice. Yeah, and I just yeah
0: I don't know I.
1: I think it was what we all needed.
0: <laughs> yeah, w- really. I'm so I'm so thankful for this episode. I'm so thankful for that scene. I'm thankful to see Obi Wan back and Adam again. And I can't yeah. wait for the next two. I say it every week when we record. I can't wait for the next one.
1: Yep, I know it's hard to wait. I almost wish I just waited till they were all out, but it would get spoiled. Like if you go on Tumblr ten minutes after the episode's over, someone has already like taken screenshots and put them out. So there's no way to like not get it spoiled unless you just don't go on online.
0: So we'll just have to survive a few more days until the next one. We've we've got this. We've got this, Lauren. We can do it. (laughs) This is what we were born for. Oh, (laughs) Konobi!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Our question for you this week. What do you think... The inquisitors are doing with all those
0: bodies entombed in their basement. <laughs> yeah, are they gonna use them, or is it just a slap in the face? I think. Hey, I think they're gonna use them. Yeah, I, uh, I do too. And if, if, but for what? Yeah, what? Why?
1: What are they there for? What is the purpose? We've seen a little bit of it in Rebels, but we're curious
0: what your theories are. So hit us up. In next week's episode, you guessed it. We're reviewing episode five of the Kenobi series and whatever awaits us. I'm excited. I'm scared. I'm everything in between. So please join us back here so we can review it and talk about it. So listener comments from last week, we're going to go back to our patrons because they had some good input about um, episode three and David Jedi master Zen actually pointed this out, which I didn't notice. He said it could be just me, but is part one, part two, and part three of all of these episodes mimicking the part one, part two, and part three of the sequels? He says, part one is the kidnapping of a young woman, which takes place on Tatooine. Part two, intrigue in a set on a water world. And a Neon Underworld, Clone Trooper, Death Stick Spice Pusher, LOL. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then part three, Anakin versus Kenobi and a fire scene. And I thought that was kind of a brilliant take on it. I never thought of that, but it's an excellent observation.
1: It's really true. Yeah, like I hadn't thought of it either, but the parallels are pretty pretty obvious I guess when you when, when you say it like that David
0: it's hard to when argue when you say it like that <laughs> thank you David we appreciate it and also our girl Z she says regarding Obi-Wan's brother I wonder if it's a nod to one of the unused screenplay versions for the return of the Jedi I read somewhere a while ago that apparently in one version Owen was supposed to be Obi-Wan's brother but that was cut from the final version for the movie also a really good point that I obviously did not consider, and this is why our patrons are amazing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. Seriously, I didn't even know that that was uh, an alternate version that they had been playing with on. Yeah. For Owen, but like, imagine how different things would be if Owen was Obi Wan. So brother. different.
0: Oh my gosh. No.
1: I'd be okay with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the the uh, the sick burns between both of them would make sense because yeah, you know, brothers right. do that. <laughs> siblings in general. <laughs> yeah, it's just a given.
1: <laughs> um on YouTube, we got a comment from Kiara and they said, "For episodes 1 and 2, I was like, okay, that's a good start, promising. But for episodes 3 and 4, I was screaming and gasping and on the verge of tears, loving it so far." Same. Yeah. <laughs> same. I would say same, same here. And on Instagram, we got a comment from Alpha Sapphire 17. They said episode three was awesome ASF. (laughs) Yeah. Right? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Especially the Vader scene. He's basically a horror villain now. Oh my God. Yeah. Same.
0: (laughs) Love it. As always, we'd love to thank you for joining us here on the most things Kenobi podcast. If you would like to support us, you can do so on Patreon now and we appreciate it. If you do, we love our patrons. And as always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram, and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And if you do enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on both Spotify and or Apple. And if you need just one place to find all of these things, head on over to mostthingskenobi.com. So, until next time, my space twin, may the Force be with you. Always.